What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Anthony Bruno Show. I am Anthony Bruno. I'm not going to lie. I thought the LA Clippers were going to win the NBA championship. They signed the reigning finals MVP, one of the best basketball players in the world, the playoff killer himself, the angel of death, the claw, Kawhi Leonard. On top of that, they picked up Paul George, who finished third in MVP voting last season. They have the sixth man of the year in Montrez Harrell. Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Doc Rivers leading the way as the head coach. But nope, that wasn't enough. Instead, they choked away a 3-1 series lead to Jamal Murray and the Denver Nuggets. It was a flat-out embarrassing performance in Game 7 for the Clippers. A lot of people, not just me, thought that they were going to go all the way, at least get to the NBA Finals. But no, that was an absolute joke. So in today's video, I'm going to talk about this collapse, and I'm also going to talk about the amazing play of the best Canadian basketball player in the NBA right now, Kitchener, Ontario's very own Jamal Murray. So if you're new, toss me a like, and while you're at it, you might as well subscribe as well. So now... Let's get into the video. So the Clippers had a 3-1 series lead over the Denver Nuggets. They were one win away from advancing to the Western Conference Finals, setting up the showdown the basketball fans have been waiting for all season between the Clippers and Lakers. That would have been a phenomenal series to see who would have gone to the NBA Finals. But instead, the Clippers blew a 16-point lead in Game 5. Then they proceeded to blow a 19-point lead in Game 6. And then they had a halftime lead in Game 7 and blew that as well. And here is just the most mind-boggling thing of all. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, two of the best two-way players in the world, went to combine 10 for 38 from the field for 24 points in Game 7. 10 for 38 for a combined 24 points with their season on the line. And even better than that, Kawhi and Paul George scored zero points in the fourth quarter of Game 7. It's unbelievable. And it's like I said earlier, there's no other way to describe it. It was a flat-out choke job. Let's take this back to last summer. Kawhi Leonard leads the Toronto Raptors to their first NBA championship in franchise history and then becomes a free agent. It was the biggest free agency decision since Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Everyone was waiting to see what the claw was going to do. He could have easily ran it back with the Toronto Raptors, who did everything right last season. The load management, they were essentially doing anything Kawhi wanted. They treated him like royalty. They built a great roster around him. They had so many quality pieces in place. Probably the deepest team in the NBA. I mean, that team was ready to go back-to-back -back if Kawhi Leonard had re-signed in Toronto. But no, he said, I'm not going back to Toronto. And then he also had the opportunity to go to the Los Angeles Lakers and play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That would have been an absolute slam dunk. They probably would have went 16-0 and won the championship this season, okay? And I'm actually happy he didn't go to the Lakers because... Going to the Clippers actually did a good thing for the competitive balance of the NBA, but 
it wasn't the best basketball decision for Kawhi Leonard. Instead, what he decided to do was go home to the LA Clippers. And listen, I totally respect Kawhi for going home. But on top of that, he essentially forced the Clippers to mortgage their entire future for Paul George. They traded five first-round picks. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who has now emerged as one of the best young players in the NBA, and Danilo Gallinari for Paul George, okay, who is now entering his 30s and has injury problems. So now, Kawhi, this is what you have on your hands. You could have picked the Raptors, who were in a great position to run it back and win the title. You could have won an easy championship with LeBron and Anthony Davis instead. You went to the Clippers, and they mortgaged their entire future for Paul George. And now you're out in the second round, in seven games, just like the Toronto Raptors. But listen, Kawhi is still one of the best players in the world, and the Clippers are still a great team. I'm sure they're going to go back to the drawing board and try and figure this out. Maybe they're going to make a coaching change. Maybe they're going to bring in a player or two to help with the chemistry and just infuse some more talent into the roster. They're going to do something, right? And I'm sure they're going to come back strong next season and have a pretty good chance to win the NBA championship. But man, oh man, what a way to go out. And this just goes to show the greatness of LeBron James, okay? This guy went to four straight finals with the Miami Heat. And if you remember, in year one with the big three in Miami, LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, they didn't win the championship, but they still got to the NBA Finals in their first season. And that team was nowhere near as deep and as talented as this Clippers team was, okay? And then LeBron leaves Miami, goes back to Cleveland, and goes to four straight NBA Finals again. I mean, we have taken this man for granted. Listen, personally, I think he's the greatest basketball player of all time. I've made a video on it. You can go check it out if you want. And it just goes to show how difficult what LeBron did actually was, okay? And guess what? This year, he has another great chance to get back to the NBA Finals if he can take out Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and the Denver Nuggets. And I'm sure LeBron is licking his chops right now. And if he does get to the NBA Finals, that is going to be LeBron's 10th appearance in the NBA Finals. That is just flat out ridiculous. Now it's time to show some love to the best Canadian basketball player in the NBA right now, Kitchener, Ontario's very own Jamal Murray. So like I said, while Kawhi and Paul George scored a combined 24 points in Game 7, Jamal Murray was 15 for 26 from the field for 40 points. Ice in his veins, an unreal Game 7 performance. And in this year's playoffs, Jamal Murray is now averaging 27 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, shooting 50% from the field, and 49% from 3. After scoring just 18.5 points per game during the regular season, Murray has now emerged as one of the best young players in the league. He's an elite scorer. He's an elite guy under pressure. I mean, what he's doing in this year's playoffs has been absolutely unbelievable. Shout out Jamal Murray. Shout out Canada. And the Denver Nuggets are now the first team in NBA history to come back from a 3-1 series deficit twice in the same postseason. They've also won six straight elimination games, and Jamal Murray gets even better under pressure. In those six elimination games, Murray 
is averaging 33 points and shooting 55% from the field. He is a stone-cold killer under pressure, and he's been unbelievable. And listen, Jokic has been phenomenal as well. This dude has zero athleticism, but he's out there hanging triple doubles on people. He's the best passing big man in the NBA. Those two together, Murray and Jokic, are unbelievable, and I can't wait to see the Western Conference Finals between the Lakers and Nuggets. It is going to be crazy. We're gonna see if the Nuggets can keep this going, or if LeBron, like I said, can get to his 10th NBA Finals. I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Anthony Bruno Show podcast. I hope you enjoyed the content. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribe to the show and be sure to rate it, share it, and leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Anthony M. Bruno, especially if you love sports. That does it for this episode. I will talk to you guys next time.